Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When it gets late in the show. This is the best part of the show. We are going to talk to a man who symbolizes loyalty, dedication, professionalism, dedication to everything he does. Wonderful man. I'm glad he's on. That is the biggest suck-up introduction I've ever heard in my life, Rich. The fact is, if the Carlton Football Club had seen his behaviour at the Bay Disco as a young 20-year-old, he would have been 500 to 1 to be captain of the club. Stephen Kernan joins us now. Hello, big fella. Not the way I remember him. Kimbo, Roach, how are you boys? Roach, I nearly cheered up then, and then Kimbo probably put it there right. Yeah, but I said it from the heart. Well, yeah, you did, Ed. Well, Oh, yeah. Kimbo, we did have some issues on a Sunday night at the Bay Disco. Oh, I can right. imagine <laughs> what, I tell you. They were bloody good days. Hey, Stixie, last time I saw you, you were tearing up. That was 2019 when Glenelg beat Port yes. in the grand final at the Adelaide Oval. It's the last yeah. time I saw you. I was, I, was, I was there. It was a great day. I had a great lunch with Soup and the boys then and... Uh, Hope the boys can do it again this year. They're, they're looking okay, they aren't are. they? Hey, are. we'll, yeah, they are. They're looking really Hey, what about good. your mate, Nick Chudwidden, Hall of Famer? Yes. That's brilliant. God, that's fantastic. Great player, great club man, and loves the boys. Mm. Hey, man. we'll get into your club, uh, Carlton and Vossi, who's been a regular on our show for a long time when he was here at Port Adelaide. But just quickly, we want to delve into your career. I know you're a humble man, but uh, do you pin on sticks here at Glenelg uh, when they were successful? You're the 11-time leading goal kicker at Carlton. You were made captain at a young age. Did you have reservations when the club went to you and said, we're going to make you captain? How, how old were you, 21, 22? No, no, I went over 22 and I had my first year there, so I just turned um, you know, basically 23. So, yeah, I did. I, I mean, there's Kenny Hunter and uh, yeah. Wayne Johnston and you know, all those blokes, Wayne Harms, Ken Shield, all those champs, Justin Madden, Steve Savani and... Yeah, I didn't think I'd earned the right to do it, firstly, but they, they wanted, Robert Walls wanted a younger bloke in, and, and I had no choice in the end. So, anyway, it ended up pretty good, and we won a flag in, that, in my first year, so I was blessed to do that after, of course, our great day, greatest of days, winning one at Glenelg 85, so it was nice winning one two years later with Carlton, so great days. And you've gone on to be an Australian Football Hall of Famer. What about when you went on the other side of the fence and uh, you were president of yeah. the club? Was uh, a tough gig because there were tough times? Yeah, well, look, look, when your club's going okay, it's, it's, it's a pretty easy job. When it's not going okay, it's a harder job. So Richard Pratt passed away, God love him, in, in 2009. I was his vice president and... Um, we actually had a pretty good side. Rats had come back to the club. We made finals 9, 10, 11 and, and 13 in my time under under Mick in the uh, 213. So we had sort of we had a good side in those days. So I enjoyed those days. But um, there have always some issues at footy clubs when sort of boards get involved too heavily and they overrate a list and they think if you don't win a flag, you sack everyone. And um, it's good to see that's changed a bit the last few years, I think. So I think that's a better way about it. You know, time... Teams need time and listen need time to stay together. And I think in the old days, not just Carlton, but a lot of clubs have jumped jumped the gun too quick on coaches. So you know, even Vossi this year, they want to get yeah. rid of Vossi after a year and a half. Like 
it was never going to happen, and the club stood firm through that. So um, I enjoyed my days off-field, um, but I was loved them better on-field. How many uh, coaches did you go through under your tenure as president? Uh, not, well, well, Rats was the... Um, Rats, we got back to the club, so that was a good thing as a premiership mm. teammate of mine. But I had to—I was involved in sacking him, which I didn't. He knows I supported him pretty heavily, and um, we obviously got Mick Malthouse back for then. So they, they were the two coaches when I was actually president. But I was on the board before that. And we had a couple of, uh, you know, through Dennis Pagan um, and a couple of guys through there. So it wasn't too bad. But we need to. People need time at least to develop them and, and, and get going with them. I think that's a better way we do it the last four or five years. Stephen, when I've spoken to your old mates such as Mark McClure, Brett Ratton and company, we talk about Carlton of the old days where they had a dominant Victorian country zone to pick from and would pick the eyes out of the rest of the competitions as they did you know, taking you from Glenelg to now this new system of the AFL. And it seems as if Carlton struggled the most to work out how to go from old-time VFL football to new AFL football. Why was it so hard for Carlton? Oh, I don't know, Roots. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, Carlton always used to like recruiting the biggest exactly. name of the place. But, I mean, look, 94 was our last flag. We played a grand final in 1999. Our last final win was 2013. So, you know, I mean, I don't think anyone will ever... Um, everyone sort of forgets how hard it was we got... And we, we might have deserved it, but I think a lot of other clubs, we took a whack for most yeah. other clubs in the AFL with the sanctions we had in, um, in the early 2000s. Mm. When you lose all your draft picks for two years and a lot of our senior players, Craig Bradley and the like, retired over that period of time, we, we didn't replay as quickly and it put us in the doldrums for you know six or seven years. But we, we played finals again in two, uh, as I said, 9, 10, 11 and 13, so... Everyone thinks we've been a cot case for 20-odd years. We mm. just haven't won a flag for that long. And I look at, I look at Essendon, haven't won a final since 2004. And, um, you know, a lot of clubs have struggled. Um, I think, um, and guys, we've gone into national competition, as you guys know, there's 18 teams in the comp now. And, you know, it's a lot of players have to play well to fill those lists, don't they? Have, have we got exactly. enough great players to fill 18 teams? And now they're going to have one in Tassie as well, so... You know, I think um, it's been hard for clubs to get it right. We've had draft concessions to a lot of clubs in the meantime, and there's a lot of reasons. If you if you weren't strong at the times when new clubs came in, yeah. it was tough to get strong. So yeah. I think a lot of clubs have struggled, but hopefully our mob are on the way back, and um, we've got a really good long-term coach, Bossy, and um, I, I like where they're at at the moment. And to recover from where they were after 13 rounds this year, it's been... Shown a lot of character, so I'm really happy with how they're going now. Yeah, so your club When you, when you had that losing trot, I don't think there were too many predicting that. Hey, no. Stixy, uh, you had uh, many big shots for gold in your career, some good and some bad. Uh, have you had a chat to Harry Mackay? No. <laughs> I'm not sure I missed those two last week, the dribbled one and the one in front. I don't think I ever missed well, the goal. Two metres out. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what happens there, Kimbo. I don't know. It's, um, look, he's... Harry's been, um, it's a tough one for him. You know what it's like, guys, a bit of a confidence thing. Mm. And um, on, on his day, Harry can kick really well. And um, he's just got a, I don't know, I'm not sure what happened there. It's a bit of a confidence thing. It's in the head and uh, missed from point blank a couple of times. So anyway, look, he's, he's got to get on top of that and he will. He's a good kid. He works really hard on it and uh, we'll miss him tomorrow night, that's for sure. Yeah. Stephen, your club was brave enough and I still stress brave enough because 
not often do coaches get a second chance. We know how Michael Voss got burnt at Brisbane. That was one of the horrors to watch a young coach get burnt by a system that was falling apart. What have you liked about the work he's done at Carlton to prove that he is a better coach the second time round? Well, first, he's a man of great character. And mm. look, everyone's known a bit about Michael Voss and how he played and what a fearless leader he was and led from the front and then was tough and hard. And I think that's what he's embodied in this team. And he had to because um, you know, after 13 rounds this year, we were 4 8, you know, four, four and eight with a, and a draw. And going ordinary, I, I won't forget it. I was there at a 86 to 90 Carlton reunion with all the past players and staff. And at quarter time, we're playing the Gold Coast at the MCT. That 14th game, and at quarter time, it was two goals, seven to one goal, three. Mm. Gold Coast were in front. They should have been six goals in front. We thought it was all over. And since then, we kicked nine goals in that second quarter and won 11 of our next 12. So if Fossey hasn't you know, got enough character now, he always has it. The way he's pulled that team out of that, and only him and the team will know about how they did that. And it's been a great effort. And Unfortunately, we won a final last week, the first one for 10 years, we got to win another one. Now we can't sort of bask in the glory, but I've got great admiration for Bossy, not because of what he's done and who he's been, but what he's done at our club in a year and a half through. He had good times early, then tough times, missing the finals by kicking the last two games last year and to miss, we copped a lot of shit for that. And then to um, be down and nearly out this year and to play finals, win our first final. It's been a, it just shows you what that bloke's made of and I, I was, you know, we texted each other a bit. I texted him a bit, and he's, he just loves being around the joint. I love what he's put over this team, and they all play their roles now. We're not relying on one or two now, which is a really good thing, and I think that's the part of what he's been able to do for our team. I think those two losses you referred to last year were two of the cruelest losses I've seen in a lifetime of football, without a doubt. Tay hey, Sticks, how are you travelling the last five minutes against Sydney? Ooh. They were coming. Yeah, no, I was trying. I was, I was in a nice little box there with 12 people. My wife and I were sitting next to each other, a few clients, Adrian Gleeson and I. And I'm, I'm pretty okay during those times, but that's some lunatic Carlton people going berserk and off their heads. So it's bloody, they're jumping around us. So we sit down, boys, take it easy. And it was pretty tough watching it. But once again, they found a way to hold on when Sydney were coming. And as you said earlier, Harry missed a couple of goals, might have put a six or seven in front early and or halfway through that third quarter. But... Um, they played well that night. Just uh, Sydney, a pretty good side, and they keep coming. And I was really, I was proud the way they they hung on and found a way to get it done. Well, they hung on, and they, they that was largely because of Jack Martin as well. Some big grabs. You don't have him for a week. No, he's, he's a big loss. His last half a dozen games, he's finally found a stretch of footy that he hasn't been injured in in the last four or five years. He's played footy, and he's really hit his straps. And um, yeah, I'm not sure what happened. He just sort of missed the ball with that one, didn't he? <laughs> I thought we were lucky to get it. I thought we were lucky to get it down from two to one, actually. No, so I agree. Yeah, I'll take that one. And um, he, he's been fantastic. And we won't be able to replace him. Um, I gather uh, with you know, Harry and um, Jack Martin, the Connors able to play a bit more forward and try and keep the Melbourne defenders a bit busier. And um, Pitney's going to have to go up against Gordon a bit, isn't he? And do a bit of work there. So our midfielders will have to be on their toes and um, try and get it out of the middle more than later. Stephen, we always talk about footy's different from era to era. You saw your father play with Neil Curley when it was very, very hard footy. You played in an era where you had some yep. really tough guys around you. Scooter. Gee, some of the Scotty great Salisbury. players you had at Glenelg. <laughs> now you see what's happening now. I mean, we know times change. Eras change. Responsibilities change. You've lived as a player now as an administrator. 
Where is this game going and what are the responsibilities upon this game after what we saw this week? Look, I, it's a funny one. I'm, I'm, the Maynard family are close friends of yeah, mine. I imagine. played with his dad. And, and then the kid, I'm glad the kid got off. Uh, Braden, it was good he's playing and I wish him the best. That's a good thing. And I feel sorry for the poor bloke who's you know, been knocked out and might miss a week or two or whatever. I hope he's okay. And I mean, I get we're looking after the head, but it's... Um, you know, we've got to be careful how far we go. That was the weirdest one, wasn't it, guys? I still don't know what's right or wrong about that decision. It was someone that's been knocked out and been hurt. I mean, early in the season, you probably would have got three games for that, wouldn't you? If you, you know, the way that the, the AFL were trying to look after the head, which is a good thing to do. And um, he didn't, he, he did try to smother the ball in that first one. That's what we're talking about. But um, he's, you know, he's collected him and hurt the, hurt the brace your kid and hopefully he's okay um, we don't want an over umpire we still want it a hard game but we've got to be we've got to be careful and give due diligence when we're going in hard and the heads are low and heads are low so heads are in the way so hopefully yeah, we can find a way to uh, stop those getting hurt but keep it a hard game because we want that that's why we go to the footy yeah, too many grey areas at the moment, but actions do have consequences. He was, he was lucky, but we move on. Hey, Sticks, we really appreciate you jumping on today. Uh, we wish you all the best tomorrow. Uh, who are you going to be watching with? Anyone special or just the family? I'm in, I'm in the um, I'm a bit of Mark, I'm in the MCC committee room. I think Diesel's in there and uh, Cooter's in there and a few people. So I'll be watching there uh, with Bells on with a few good road mates and... Uh, I love it now. If you go and have a beer and not worry about it, it's great. We'll send it. our regards to Greg Williams, will you please? I will, Roots. Okay. Absolutely. Good to see you, Kimbo and Roots. Thanks yeah. for having us, boys. Love you, Stixie. Don't go pouring any more beer over your head, all right? <laughs> I only did it once and I paid a heavy price for that. <laughs> I reckon you did it at the Bay Disco one night. We'll keep that one quiet. Good on you, Sticks. Good yeah, luck please. tomorrow night. See you, boys. There's going to be 100,000 there, Roots. It's, I reckon they'll crack 100. Good. Yeah, seven twenty at the MCG Melbourne and Carlton. Who are you tipping? The D's. The D's. I am too. I was listening to Brendan Sanderson. Mm. Brenton. Brendan. I'm Brent. dyslexic with that. Brenton Sanderson. Brenton Sanderson. Uh, this morning talking to Jared Waitley, and uh, he just thinks that uh, Carlton have more midfield options. True. He's uh, he's tipping Carlton. Okay. All right.